Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode. I think it's number four, maybe five. I don't know. Um, I don't know when you will hear this podcast, um, but uh, it's uh, Valentine's Day today, and this podcast is inspired um, from this day. So uh, let me tell you uh, what I've been experiencing. So, you know, every Valentine's Day, especially when you've been single, you're thinking, oh, next Valentine's Day, um, for sure, maybe I will meet my beloved or my partner. And years go by, 20 years go by in um, my case. And so last night as I was, um, you know, in bed trying to sleep, I just remembered and thinking, well, here it is, the, the next this year's Valentine's and still no sign of my beloved. But at the same time, I noticed that I had shifted. The deep longing that used to be turned into deep knowing. The deep being okay, the deep uh, experiencing the fullness and just simply feeling the love. So, as I was just kind of pondering and experiencing, I didn't sleep much, but I didn't feel tired either. So it was now four in the morning, and I um, sat up in bed to do a meditation, which that's at some point I fell asleep and I woke up in the morning. So when I woke up in the morning, I saw this beautiful sun just glistening on my whole couch in the living room. It seemed to have expanded today than any other day that I have noticed. So I love, love sitting there with my lemon, honey, cayenne pepper water and sip it as I just sit there and just be quiet. So as I sat there, I was scrolling through um, WhatsApp, got messages on Valentine's Day, social media, Facebook, and this post that I had done um, 2013, it popped up. So I'm going to read you that post. And I think it is here somewhere. So one second, as I look through and read you that post. So my post said, when we transcend our human emotions and desires into our heart, Love is that radiance that shines forth through our presence, our voice, our skin, and our eyes. Love is a frequency of consciousness. Love is what we experience when we are fulfilling our life's purpose. It is not a way to fulfillment. Happy Valentine's Day, love, Mina. So I saw this post, you know how it always comes up, like share, and I'm like, hmm, whatever. I didn't feel like sharing. And then it just kind of kept popping up as I was scrolling. So I thought, well, the guy, you know, my thoughts have changed. My thoughts have not changed, but perhaps become refined, and there's been a deeper experience. So I um, ended up 
posting, I ended up creating a new post, and this is uh, what I said in my post. Um, the refining and deepening Happy Valentine's Facebook community, refining and deepening our understanding and experience of love. Number one, loving our fears. I mean, we're still going through pandemic. Fear is at all-time high. Number two, being in a unity, in brackets, community with the parts of ourselves that we may have abandoned or left behind along our journey. Number three, love, hyphen or dash, our frequency of consciousness and will be the currency of the new world we are collectively birthing. Number four, love, the knowing that all we needed was and is already here now. Five, did you know that breathing into the heart increases the heart coherence and magnetism? So that was, the, that was my post. So as I was posting, <coughs> I uh, just felt compelled to take a journey back into memory lane. So I sat in the sun, put my hands on my heart, breathed into my heart, and I just took a journey from my whole life, from the last, as, as far away as I could remember a memory. And I went through the memories that, I asked for the memories to show up that needed attention or healing, or just going through the memories. And many loving memories came, but along with that, many memories of my experience of feeling less than, feeling hurt, feeling abandoned, uh, feeling betrayed. And they all just showed up. You know, went through the, the child years, the teenage years, the dating times, the marriage and child rearing and uh, working. Then it, I kind of scanned across the social circles, the friendships. And so I went through all of that and the tears rolling down the cheeks. And, you know, I noticed that this time, like this, the charge was not that much there. But it was still nice to kind of pull it all in, pull all those pieces and parts of myself into my heart again one more time and feeling fuller and feeling the love. And um, so it just felt so lovely. And I uh, stood up, looked out the window. The sun was right outside my window. And I just couldn't, couldn't stop just bathing in that sunlight. And I was bathing in the sunlight. I had this even deeper knowing and seeing the love. It was like the beloved that I've been searching for was here. It had always been there. It didn't get bruised or broken or wounded like my little self did. It never left me. Actually, it held me through the 
tragedies and the trials and the tribulations without me even knowing it. So I had this deep sense of becoming one with that beloved, with that beloved that was within me, that beloved created by the source, God, in its own image put inside me. So, you know, you read these words many times. And again, the, the knowing became so crystal clear and deep that I couldn't get enough of it. So I stood there and I just, like I was in communion, like I was in community, like I was truly in a union with that beloved that I've been searching my whole life. Like if you are listening um, to this podcast, then I'm sure that you have too. That's what we do. We look for what we long for everywhere but inside. And and then I just, you know, realized that all the trials and tribulations, the betrayals, the abandonments, and the wounding was needed for me to come to this place. Because we don't heal what we don't see. And we are kind of slow that way. We need to keep seeing it again and again and again until we get it. Again, there are layers upon layers. Human psyche is layered. Um, so anyways, I'm wondering why I have, I just noticed I have this on. Um, I went for a walk and it was very cold. And as I came in, that's when it came to me when I was walking, actually, I started recording on uh, the podcast a little bit, my thoughts on my cell phone. And I'm still kind of feeling a little cold and it feels cozy. And besides the hats and the hairband look better than my own hair today. So, again, being in a unity with that beloved, that was me, that was inside of me. And that filled my heart, that knowing again, filled my heart that no one or nothing ever can. And so I was still in that mindset, and I, I really felt this need to sing. And, you know, there's, there's, I mean, the world of music is filled with uh, songs for the beloved, the love songs. There's songs of pain and longing for the beloved, and, you know, especially Indian music, Indian movies, if you ever watch them. They are the masters at it. And trust me, I indulged in those songs like no one's business. I couldn't go deep enough. I sang and sang and I sang. But, you know, last few years, I don't, when I sing, I may sing those love songs, but I'm no longer singing for the human beloved. It only creates more longing. I sing for the, the beloved, 
which is inside of me, which fulfills me, fills me up, which bathes me in love. Like I said, no human can do. So, I have some of my favorite songs that I pulled up and they were just so perfectly fitted uh, for what I was experiencing today. So I just, you know, put my, I have another microphone and I just started singing and just singing my heart out. I'm not a singer. I'm not a good singer. I just like to sing. So... Anyways, then I uh, went into the shower and I thought, you know, the meditation that I did, I really just want to put a quick one out there for, you know, for others to see. And then I went for a walk, got a latte and a croissant, in a beautiful shop here in Toronto, and I just wanted to walk in the sun. And then I just started, because I was in the mindset, I started to ponder again upon um, you know, this whole, whole thing that's going through my mind today is bringing all parts and pieces of ourselves that we leave behind and we abandon. So, and this is not a one-time deal. I've been doing this work for a long time. And little, little memories that we have tucked away that we never imagined, they kind of show up. It's actually pretty cool. So I started thinking about when I was raising my child. And um, how, as a mother, you totally forget yourself so your child can get a sense of himself or herself. And I did the same as a mama bear. And I absolutely, absolutely loved being a mom. And I still love being a mom. But it's natural that as when you're so intensely taking care of another human being, you do let go of yourself. You do forget about yourself. So it's natural. There's, I don't know any other way to raise a child. Um, you know, we can find balance, but that's just the word. <laughs> uh, talking about balance and actually, you know, raising a child, for those of you, if you have children, it's, it's, a, it's a whole new definition of balance. So... You know, I started to think about when I was pregnant, I started to think about how when my uh, son was born, he was born a premature baby, seven months, he was in the incubator for two months. And I was in a relationship in a marriage that should not have happened. So no support, rather all the obstacles for me to become a mom, all obstacles in front of me to become a mom um, in that relationship. So I really had to be a big mama bear and left the marriage and I, you know, broken and bruised in the soul. So I just remembered how many times um, over and over and over again I had to do that. And I did. And then, you know, what came to my mind was when we tell, when I tell my kid, I'm so proud of you. Um, sometimes the kids who are struggling, like mine is, they don't really believe you. Because they think you're just saying that um, because you're their mom. 
And I just thought about, am I just saying it because I'm his mom? Or am I really proud? And the truth is, I am really proud. It has nothing to do with their accomplishments. It has nothing to do with what their life is like. It has nothing to do with whether this, you know, getting into an adult is an easy time or a difficult time. And I thought, what is it that I'm really proud of? I was taking a walk this morning. And then I realized, you know what I was really proud of? I was proud of me or who I was proud of. It really was me that I was proud of. I felt proud. I felt honored to be the vessel that this child, this soul came through to experience this beautiful human journey came through me to into this human journey to heal, to play, to become human, to know himself. That's what I was proud of. And that's why when we say to our children, we are proud of you, it has nothing to do with their accomplishments. It's this, it's we are really proud of ourselves and it's really difficult. It's not possible for a mother and child there's going to be, you know, the, the line in between. It's interdependent. When you're proud, you're proud of you, you're proud of the person you created or you, you know, you brought into. So one cannot be separated from the other. So I'm not talking about emotionally or energetically. At some point, we do have to separate so they can become their own individual. But this undeniable bond, this um, this sacred bond between a mother and child, that's what I was proud of. And so really, when I talked about bringing parts and pieces of yourself, so I, as I was walking, I went through the whole, you know, 20-some years, and I'm still going through it, where you, there's so much focus on raising them, there has to be. You forget you. You never appreciate you. You never appreciate all that you went through because you're waiting for someone else to appreciate. You're waiting for someone to pat on your back and saying, good mom. You're waiting for somebody to say, thank you. And you get it sometimes, but you, you know, again, it never gets satisfied because that's really not what we are seeking. We are seeking to acknowledge and value ourselves. No one can do that for us. That's why no amount of flowers or chocolate or cards can ever satiate our need for love, which can only be met when we look within, can only be met when we meet with the beloved, our higher self, the love that is between us, the love that source put in ourselves to put into us. So, so I thought I would come back and I would just um, do a podcast. And uh, what I'm going to do is, so, that, so anyway, so this is the, um, this is the, so love is, it's about coming home um, to ourselves. It's about finding that love within. It's about love is waiting to be found. Your beloved is waiting to be found. And I really felt that experience of finding that beloved. So 
I will walk you through uh, a quick meditation uh, that perhaps you can also do and follow along. Again, this meditation can be done over and over again because there's just a lifetime of incidents, memories, and experiences that are needing to be metabolized. So, um, you know, they'll, come, they'll continue to flood through your awareness and one time is not enough. Like I said, I've been doing this work for a while and stuff still comes up that I had forgotten about, that I neglect, that I didn't pay attention to. It just comes up that I didn't know about it before. So, so repeat it as many times as you like. So at this point, um, I'm going to walk you through a meditation. Go ahead and uh, you're going to find a quiet place where you can be comfortable. Sit on the floor, chair, get really comfortable. Have a little shawl around you so you're warm. Lean into the back for support. And take a minute to close your eyes. Drop into your body. So lean into your hips. So the weight of your body moves through the center of your hips and all the way down into the feet, making the lower part of the body really heavy and sink into your seat. Lean into the back. Relax your back. Relax your shoulders. Relax your belly your ribs, and your chest. Relax your arms and your hands. Relax your jaw, facial muscles, and your forehead. So from toe to head, and from fingertips to your toes, Ease into your body and allow the body to be as it is. Now just gently bring attention to your breath above the base of your upper lip, below your nostrils. Noticing your inhale and your exhale. On the inhale, you may notice a cooling influx of air through your nose. On the exhale, you may notice touch of warm, moist air at the base of your upper lip. Now see if you can hear the sound of your breath. And Noticing the movement of the breath in your body, movement in your chest, your ribs, and perhaps your belly. Notice the rhythm of the breath, how each inhale is seamlessly joining the next exhale. And each exhale is seamlessly joining the next inhale. So when you tune into the sound, the movement, and the rhythm of the breath, you're breathing consciously. 
So easy into your body a little more with this breath. Now just gently slide your hands over to your belly like you're embracing your belly. In your next inhale, direct the breath to your belly. Allow the belly to expand. And lengthen the breath all the way up towards the top of your head. When the breath is full, take a U-turn, empty it out. End of the exhalation, gently pull the navel in. Exhale completely. Again, inhale, expanding the belly as much as you can. And the breath will naturally lengthen up as well. And exhale, empty the breath. Pull the navel in gently to complete the exhalation. Now, just gently move your hands over to your heart, left first, and then right hand on top of the left. Like you're really fully acknowledging and embracing and touching your heart. And as you're breathing, set an intention to breathe into the heart. It'll naturally, the breath will become highlighted in that area. Feel the heart expand and continuously expand with each breath. Now just gently, and also you're dropping the mind into the heart. Now go ahead and gently go back into the memory lane. It is the first memory that you can remember. Maybe you were a three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old, maybe a vague knowing some impression that it left on you. Let it rise to your awareness. Tuning into the memory where you didn't feel so good, felt less than, perhaps abandoned, maybe criticized, maybe ridiculed. And so just remember, it's not necessarily that those around us are deliberately trying to do these things, deliberately trying to create these experiences for us. They're just trying to, they're just doing what they don't know to do. They have no idea that's what they're doing. So that's why it's really about our experiences. Remember, the perfect childhood can leave us with many wounds. It's, that's what we come here for, to heal those wounds. And allow the memories to come up of, you know, five-year-old, six-year-old. And many loving memories may come up as well. Allow them. Allow them to maybe remind you of the love that you also experienced. Many times it's the painful ones that rise really strongly because they are the ones that we have abandoned. They are the ones who are ready to know love. So who was around, what was said or done that made you feel the pain? Or whatever the darker experience that you may have had. Your middle school years, experiences with friends, teachers, coaches. Your high school years, how you felt. 
Did you feel excluded? Feeling less than, not good enough. Perhaps a lot of love, a lot of recognition, a lot of popularity. Let that come up as well. What was your home environment like? What did that environment, what did you experience when you were at home with your parents, your siblings, your relatives, neighborhoods? Continue to move through the high school into the young adult, perhaps dating time, working time. Any time where you betrayed or abandoned yourself in the hopes of getting the love. So as these awarenesses come up, you keep opening your heart and you bring that little girl or little boy into your heart to love them. So what you're doing is those parts that we had left behind, we don't want to visit because they're painful. Allow those parts to rise to your awareness because they're ready to know love. So when we open our heart to them, we're loving those parts of ourselves so we can become complete and whole. So keep breathing through these experiences and keep expanding the heart and the love to that little girl or little boy. Hold them into your heart. Many times I felt the need to kiss my hands and put my hands back on my heart. Whatever your expression of loving your inner child may be. This is not weird. This is not right or wrong. This is how we come home to ourselves. There's an inner child. There's a little girl and boy in each one of us. Because we weren't quite parented or nurtured or loved the way how we wanted. Because of generation gap, because of what our parents knew and what our needs were. So remember human beings, we are flawed. We are perfect in our imperfections. Keep going back to your experiences and allow those memories to rise to your awareness. What about your relationships, your marriages, marriage or marriages? Any incidents, any pain or suffering or adversity that comes to your mind. So bring that up and open your heart to that person who endured this pain. Especially, like I was mentioning, child-bearing, child-rearing, where, as mothers especially, we, we forget about ourselves. Now is maybe the time to recognize yourself, recognize, to give yourself a pat on the back, saying, job well done. To love and honor and to recognize and to validate all of your mothering, all of your doing. And love that 
person, love that mother that you were, you are. So keep opening your heart and keep moving up. Perhaps you're, if you don't have children, it doesn't matter. Maybe you have pets. Maybe you have someone other that you love so deeply. And remember that, you know, the betrayals and the pain that we suffer really comes from those we, who we love the most. No one else knows us enough or could care less enough to hurt us. So, where else in your life have you been hurt and betrayed? And it's possible also that we may have betrayed someone else. And we're living with guilt and shame. So open your heart to that part of you that felt guilty or shameful. Forgive that part of you that didn't know any better. Remember when we are hurt, we tend to hurt others. Not intentionally, subconsciously is the energy on a higher self. We are looking, we're doing this so we can process our own pain, not knowing how else to process it. So what we're doing through this meditation is we are processing, we are metabolizing those incidents, those parts of ourselves where we felt the pain betrayals, abandonment, less than, whatever the feeling may be. Continue to open your heart and pull all those parts and pieces of yourself that you pushed aside because they were painful. Include them in this big flow of love that's coming from your own heart. Keep moving up. And how, where are you today? What's happening today? What is showing up for you today? Especially after the, in the middle of the pandemic where there has been such a big pause. It has brought all that needs to be metabolized to the surface. At least some of it. For, for most of us. So again, just opening your heart, loving that part of you that's hurting, that may be fearful, loving that part of you that may be anxious, loving that part of you that may feel abandoned by love, that may feel alone, excluded, fearful. Love that part of you like you would love your own children, like you would love any other small child. Love that small child that is you. Keep pulling it into your heart. And what would it feel like for you to feel complete and whole today? Visualize that all the little pieces and parts that were scattered, scattered kind of on your life journey, that you have picked them all up and you have put them into your heart. What does that feel like? 
Visualize, imagine that you've done that, and so it is. You may gently open your eyes and just notice how it feels. Perhaps your heart space feels a little more full, a little warmer. If tears flowed, allow them to flow. Tears are the reminder, the feeling that we have come home to ourselves. Tears are when we unite with the beloved. Tears are when we love all parts of ourselves that have been waiting and waiting and waiting to be loved, to be acknowledged, to be valued, to be appreciated, to be honored. Search is over. That love is within you. This is the relationship, this is the um, connection that we want to strengthen because all other connections, all the other relationships will become that much more um, fulfilling and beautiful and full of love because of this one connection with our true beloved. So I hope that was helpful for you. Again, I'm Meena Puri from Ayurvedic Healing Center. Uh, for more information and more free content, you can go to my website, ayurvedichealingcenter.com. Happy Valentine's Day, and I will see you at the next episode. Namaste.